0: week's episode of shitty christians i'm your host zachary allard and i'm michael tabor and michael now that we have officially been left behind <laughs> now that we have finished for now for now i want to say just for now we have finished the, oh, yes. the,
1: there, the the series there there are still so many gnostic texts of the left behind universe to go through
0: I mean, I wanna know what happens. I, I don't wanna read seventeen books by, by these illiterate fuckbags, but I, I wanna know what happens. Yeah,
1: absolutely I wanna know what happens. Listen, I just I just need the cliff notes. I just need someone to give me the like here's all the crazy shit that goes down. Like I want I want the blood and circuses. I do not want to read the evangelism anymore.
0: Yeah, I wanna know here's I have two questions relating to that because you know me. Uh first yes. of all, that's what Wikipedia plot summaries are for. And I'm excited to delve into those at some point. But two, what I really want to do is I want to know who wrote the Wikipedia plot summaries to the Left Behind <laughs> series. I want to oh, interview they have that person
1: Wiki's baby. Like you don't need to go to Wikipedia for this. there are There are whole communities dedicated to parsing the deep lore of the Left Behind series. And actually, uh, one thing that popped up in our discord this week that I haven't looked at yet, but I'm really excited to. Is there was a, a I believe an academic who got really interested in the geopolitical beliefs of the Left Behind series, and so not only did he read all the books, but he started lurking in the chat rooms and like <laughs> really tried to understand what these people believe about the world. Since that is oh, obviously, no. as we talked about, such a like important part of this is like taking this like ancient you know uh, prophecy and applying it to a modern polit- political spectrum. Uh, and so I'm really excited, actually. I'm not normally a fan of uh, learning things or listening to yes, anyone with a sure. college degree under any circumstances ever. Wouldn't uh, do it. Couldn't be me. But I'll, I'll make an exception to find out. Find someone who delved into the chat rooms of the left-behind groups, you know?
0: Like, sometimes you have divert, to make sacrifices. We need to divert all, all sort of national science funding towards this man and his research. <laughs> well, to be fair...
1: This man has probably done research more relevant to the, like, Trumpian evangelical situation we find ourselves in now than most. Like, fuck the yeah. Atlantic. This guy
0: probably understands the deep truth. So I'm well, excited the, to get the, into that. The Atlantic's sole job is to try to jimmy up another war in the Middle East. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure that That's is the entire— they They're just trying to get us to invade Iran right now. Yeah. It's it's just lip-washing imperialism. Gosh, it is— if I could delete any anything from the earth, it might be it might be the Atlantic. Uh, <laughs> I
1: can think of a few things. Landlords. No, <laughs> Nestle. no. The no. Atlantic. You're right, you're right. The Atlantic yeah. is first. <laughs> That's great.
0: Okay, so what are we talking about this week?
1: Oh, we've got we've got kind of a full spectrum uh podcast. After honing in on the Left Behind series, for we have an the
0: on weeks, the spectrum. Wait, nope, can Whoa, do, whoa. <laughs> uh,
1: we have we have a little bit of politics. We have a little bit of religion. We have a little bit of technology and its connections to religion. Wow. But we would be remiss jumping into this if we didn't take a moment to talk about. You know something that I am personally feeling very, uh, really sad
0: about, and that is, of course,
1: the fall of the Cuomo sexual.
0: I think it's important to say that Andrew Cuomo needs to stand strong. He is being persecuted (laughs) for being Italian and hugging people too much. Which, Michael, you're an Italian. You know this is that you cannot help yourself. Can I? Can I just take a moment as a
1: person of (laughs) Italian heritage to say, uh, hey? maybe saying every Italian man is a sexual predator <laughs> is not the defense you think it is.
0: <laughs> that is his move. He cut, they cut a video of him like just touching everyone's face. It's yes, like, this is not, yes. this is not helpful. This
1: is, this is not Yeah. with like it. I don't know what the actual song they used was, but it was functionally the Sarah McLachlan dying dog song. Like it was that level of like saccharine music playing behind Andrew Cuomo, just touching faces. He's
0: just a face toucher. I I still, you have to, there is something so, the whole thing is hilarious. We have a lot of thoughts on it, but I love the specificity of this defense. I love the specificity of this defense that is like, okay, I know legally I have been called a pervert by like mm-hmm. lawyers are criminal
1: investigations ongoing into my perversion
0: but here's a picture of me touching people yeah, <laughs> it yeah. would be like it would be like if bill clinton had released a sex tape with monica lewinsky being like come on come on like it is it, is, it would be it like is, if bill clinton
1: released uh his own brand of cigars <laughs> he thought about
0: it i'm gonna tell okay. you right now he he considered it
1: so to briefly summarize everything that we already know and that i'm sure most of our listeners are fully aware of so i'll be brief uh the attorney attorney general's office in new york finished their investigation into andrew cuomo's uh sexual misadventures according to him other people would use terms like harassment assault and intimidation uh And in that 165-page report, they found uh, not only a widespread pattern of harassment and abuse, uh, but of intimidation of people that had talked about coming forward, a network of people he had surrounded himself with to further protect him from allegations, uh, and just generally, and uh, even more allegations, including one of luring a woman to his personal home on the pretext of business and then groping her.
0: Uh,
1: The report is... (laughs) absolutely scathing uh unequivocal in the demand that this guy needs to be resign or be impeached and it has largely i think changed the narrative around a guy who has mostly posted his way through it up to this point
0: i think that's a good place to start because i was going so insane in like july of 2020 when Every third article was like Andrew Cuomo standing in front of a chart somewhere, yes, uh, yes. yelling at someone about eating cheesecake. Uh, it was a strange time, and and the headlines were always like brave italian stands up for what's right <laughs> like it, it, like it was always like mario brothers themed i don't yeah, know yeah uh <laughs> I, how meatballs can help you
1: overcome coronavirus it was
0: it was a lot of like italian excellence between him and fauci and the lib media in 2020 yeah.
1: No, I think that's that's the right place to start. Is like to understand where we are now. We have to go back to who the media made Cuomo into, because as you know, longtime listeners and just general leftists know, Cuomo has always sucked. He has countless acts of corruption that uh, his team is known to be responsible for. Uh, he has personally killed all of your grandmas, every single one. If you uh, had one- a
0: grandparent in New York State, you don't have a grandparent in New York State anymore
1: yeah if, if you had a grand, if you have a grandparent in new york state no you fucking don't <laughs> uh he completely flopped his coronavirus response while being hailed as the liberal hero of the coronavirus response he wrote a fucking book about it and then went on on, on the news with his fucking brother to talk shit about how awesome he is
0: i this is a chopo bit so i'm not going to get that much into it but like the whole shtick of him and his brother on, like, CNN is some of the most insufferable thing- shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah. Like, Absol- absolutely demented. Just rock apes, like, talking about how great they are at everything. In-fucking-sufferable. As-,
1: As a man who has spent a lot of times in rooms with their Italian uncles yelling at each other, <laughs> let me just say, these people should not be platformed. We have a moral obligation to silence <laughs> the Italian uncles. Like, it's not okay.
0: <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, it drives me. You know, here, here's the thing that I regret. Mario, the, the the mob in Italy considered assassinating Mario Cuomo when he visited Italy. And, like, we, a, we could have had it. Things could have been better, man. That's all we I'm saying. We could have built a better world. <laughs> so... This whole time, things reach a fever pitch Where, again, he's writing a book He got a multi-million dollar advance for it At the same time, he's cutting New York's version Of, like, Medicare and Medicaid In the middle of the pandemic He
1: he has been at the forefront of uh, Libs grasping the rhetoric of progressive values as they are cutting it down. And this is early. This is before he yes. came embattled yes. and started, you know, operating to a different playbook. But, you know, he started a, uh, you know, female empowerment group within politics that was specifically designed to shut down the actual organically produced progressive uh, women's movement in New York politics. Like he is the king of
0: like, oh, what if we did this, but actually not? He's well known for working with the blue dog centrist Democrats that are essentially Republicans in New York, the New York State Assembly. uh, You know, uh, the New York government. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking Albany. We're not going to get too much into it because we're Californians. Fuck New York. But it's... Yeah, who cares? It's it's all bad. And then he like... I still think getting a multi-million dollar advance on a book he wrote about how good a job he did doing the coronavirus. While he killed thousands of people in nursing homes through his policies is still maybe the most galling part of this
1: yeah it is it it speaks to a complicity that i think we're going to dry out a little bit more but essentially the man was paid millions of dollars to jack himself off on your grandmother's corpse that is what happened that is the world that we were living in in mid 2020
0: just driving
1: me insane yeah so then uh some people come forward good uh some people start holding him to account And we get treated to one of the most Trumpian responses to sexual harassment and assault allegations that I've seen in a long time, uh, this side of Donald Trump. Hey, cool and normal and good. Uh, denying all wrongdoing, uh, blaming the victims, saying he's a man of his time. He was just misinterpreted. He's always been a caring individual. Just bloody, bloody, blah. The gaslighting playbook through and fucking he, through. He
0: really loves to be like, I love hugs. What can to say? It. I, just, I hug everybody.
1: Yep, that that is what he says. Despite the fact that many of these allegations have nothing to do with hugging.
0: <laughs> it is. It is amazing to see him like, just like be like, ah, everybody's just so sensitive. I love, I love people. I'm, I'm groping to my homies too. My, my dudes, I grope everybody.
1: Listen, I am also for some friendly consensual groping. I, I support that. That's <laughs> the shitty Christian stance, but you missed one of the key components there, Andrew. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, continue.
1: Yeah, so so then we finally get to this point, and and meanwhile, the lib media empire is sort of splitting hairs on this. You have Biden mm-hmm. being like, "Ah, eh, we got to wait for a report." A lot of some people were calling for his resignation, That's but true. there like was not a lot of Gillibrand. There, there was a fair amount of that, um, yeah. but there was no political power to actually push forward in an impeachment, and largely the lib and media sphere decided to punt to the revelations revealed in this uh, investigation, which was quite damning. And while Cuomo has successfully shown that you can just tell everyone to go fuck themselves and keep doing the terrible shit you're doing, largely effectively in politics, uh, there was a moment yesterday where I hopped on the old NewYorkTimes.com, long a defender and supporter of Andrew Cuomo, Mm. uh, to see no fewer than eight articles about all of the people calling for his resignation, including the president, uh, you know him being embattled and alone. Just every single article, like eight articles in a row, was all about. Yeah, he's kind of fucked, huh?
0: <laughs> I we didn't touch on this as much, but I do love that. Like they coined the phrase "quomosexual," and now mm-hmm. we're here. <laughs>
1: Uh, what the New York Times failed to acknowledge is how much work they put into building this man up yes. and protecting him for much of the, the long, much of the period of time we've all been living through. And only now, thankfully, they're changing their tune. I appreciate that. That's a good thing to do when you have an attorney general investigation <laughs> proving all of this shit with thousands of hours of testimony and new allegations. But we have to acknowledge that uh, they're a little
0: late to the game here. Yeah, it's. I think that's our, our, our main thesis, is that like, yeah, okay, sure, you you waited until it was literally indefensible, yes. but, you know, it, it, not, just, not just Chapo, but Chapo, Jacobin, etc., a lot of people in the left media, we know who this guy was the entire time. Yeah,
1: he has it's been obvious. very apparently this the entire time.
0: He hasn't just been a sexual creep. You don't see the New York Times being like, "Yeah, he also misran the, the 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 pandemic, right?" Like they 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 have they have at no point been like, "Huh, he also you know killed a bunch of grandmas and took health care away from people." That seemed during a pandemic. That seemed questionable. Um, and like at some point, I think. Uh, I think it was this last week, not that, you know, he's kind of a lame duck now anyway, but he was saying that, like, businesses need to start requiring people to uh, be vaccinated. And it's like, bitch, that's your job. You're literally just describing your job.
1: Yes, the classic Democratic move of, man, someone else should really do this. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is the first i'm hearing of this this pandemic yeah, yeah. pelosi what are you doing here <laughs> uh yeah but, like, i think he sucks and he's always sucked and so like the fact that you need the attorney general to force you to say it it's weak t-shit
1: Oh, absolutely, and let's just say, you know what? Most victims of sexual harassment and abuse don't get a fucking interdy general investigation. Mm. Like you waiting for this thing that can only happen in a very specific instance to, in order to change your tune, is putting an insane burden of proof on victims all over the world. Like this is, like this is being hailed as a Me Too victory, even though he has not resigned and no impeachment things have started as of this moment i do think he's probably done at this point yeah i think he's done now i think that's fair to to assume but let's be honest and say that it hasn't happened yet uh but even assuming that he's gone he's out uh you just set the bar way the fuck higher than 99.9 percent of situations of this kind of abuse will ever get to what the fuck how is that your standard?
0: Yeah, and we're not the first people to say this, so I'm not going to belabor it. It's just yet another example of uh, Democrats really love killing things like Me Too, Black Lives Matter, (laughs) etc. They really love doing it.
1: You can't have Joseph Biden in the White House and claim to give a shit about Me Too. Just can't be done.
0: Can't be done. Yeah, and and that's... The great tragedy of the more official elements of the Me Too movement was their close aligning with the Democratic Party because when you do that, you leave yourself open to essentially irrelevance you know when you when you align yourself so heavily with just being anti-trump you forget all the all the other predators
1: yeah you for, and and then you see the thing that i'm currently seeing on my lib facebook walls which is people saying yes what he did is bad but this trump guy is worse so we need to keep him and that is the truly demented take that i, I am seeing currently is like Okay, first we said he didn't did do it and that there? everyone was lying and misunderstood. And now that that is inescapable, we're going to say, yeah, that's bad. Naughty Andrew, but we can't get
0: rid of him. And like that, that is so great because it's like New York is not going to elect a Republican. You could have there are other Democrats. It doesn't have to be this guy. It doesn't have to yep. be this particular motherfucker. You do not need this specific Italian asshole.
1: I promise there are other Italian assholes.
0: I can find another Italian uncle.
1: I don't want to, but I can do it. (laughs) But if that's what you need to get this guy gone, we can enter into negotiations. Fine.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, that to me is so maddening—the inability to think outside of that in the that one of the bluest states in the country.
1: Yes, and it just it lays bare and and uh, it lays so open the fact that like four libs trump is not merely the worst thing that has ever happened uh when as we as leftists know he is a particularly terrible manifestation of norms that have continued across all presidential administrations Mm -hmm. in the modern era uh but not only do they think of trump as so evil and special but then they so easily and so quickly use that to justify incomparable levels or uh, you know just shocking levels of evil in their own ranks like trump becomes not only the only thing they care about and are worth fighting for i think is worth fighting but a justification for all of their own sins and that is truly just to be clear the exact same take that i heard from evangelicals in 2016 when they were still a little on the fence about this trump guy you know he's not a good dude but god damn it we just have to protect the unborn like, that went away. Now they are fully bought in on Trump. They love him now. Oh, yeah. But there was a period yeah. of time where I heard from people in my life mm-hmm. that, like, yes, he is a bad person. He should not have said that thing about the vaginas. But, like, come on. Abortions. And, like, <laughs> the Supreme you Court. were just doing blue MAGA nakedly in the open and thinking you were justified in doing so. I am losing my goddamn mind.
0: I think, I think what's incredible, and, again, we're not the, the only people to say this, is that, like, Donald Trump. And Andrew Cuomo did the exact same job in 2020. The same mm-hmm. level of it, the same quality of it. Yep. There is no difference between these two men. There's no difference. There's no difference. And when you prefer one over the other, which you shouldn't do, and it's a false analogy anyway, and you can have other Democrats. But if you had to choose, there is no choice. These are the same men. And yep. I am begging you Democrats to understand anything material politics for a second
1: at all ever i would ever (laughs) like these allegations are incredibly important i appreciate the bravery of these women you know risking their careers to come forward we have seen particularly when democrats are involved the way that uh survivors are often penalized for coming forward and how justice is often not the thing that happens once they share their stories like we understand that this was a real risk for them uh but also It is frustrating that this is the only thing the conversation can be about when in actuality, all of the things that he has done in his office publicly as as policy are, yes, evil. Like, absolute evil. He has hurt people. He has killed people. He has shut down the more progressive wing of his party over and over and over again. Like, can we have that conversation? Well, no, we can't because that's most Democrats. But, you know.
0: That's I think what's so frustrating for me is like look, I'm I'm always I'm happy, but hopefully knock on wood to get rid of Andrew Cuomo, of course. But that yes. like he should have been impeached, thrown out of office for his handling of the pandemic, for his the way he runs things for his policy. And and I think that's kind of the final thing I have to say about this is like this is all Democrats. <laughs> that's so it's so many at least yeah. almost all of them, basically, is that like a bunch of them are sexual predators, but they're almost also all exclusively making things worse every day. Yeah.
1: Now, I mean, as as people who cover a lot of uh, sexual predation in the evangelical world, uh, we also, I think. Would love to get to a point where we can just talk about how toxic this theology is without also like you don't need to be an individual <laughs> villain to other people in your life in order to perpetrate harm and democrats are just completely unwilling to acknowledge that their policies are hurting people not just that there are bad people enacting their shitty policies
0: yeah no it's it's all bad um it's all but you know we right, we went we on the, long on let, that we should
1: yes. move forward uh, there are a thousand other political things happening right now, but you know none of them uh, have quite as punchable a face as Andrew Cuomo, which is really the standard that we use here on Shitty Christians <laughs> when deciding what to talk about. Speaking of punchable faces, let's talk about a Hillsong worship pastor.
0: Uh, this story melted my brain when I learned yeah. about it this morning. It's and pretty good,
1: uh, and it's an older in. story, but it, it's so demented that I think it's worth getting into, and we need to take a quick moment to shout out uh Adam Glass who popped this story into our discord Adam has his own twitch channel we'll throw a link up in the description he plays evangelical video games it's very funny he also nice. does root beer reviews which again uh sorry Adam root beer sucks and you're a bad person for liking it
0: but root beer's not uh, a good if, soda i saw if, one of our, our sort of shitty christians sort of extended universe fredo was doing a uh, soda poll and root beer was in the top 2 it was in it the finals, the finals. What with the dr pepper style those are two th- terrible sodas those are two of the lower tier sodas idiots vanilla cola fools. got
1: robbed fools uh yeah no vanilla coke and cola in general high caliber uh my personal yeah. favorite ginger beer come on come strong, on what are you doing? strong what are you doing? top tier you got flavor you got spice what are we fucking doing? Uh, But back on topic, Adam posted this up. This is about Michael uh, Gobbledygook, uh, who
0: was a... (laughs) We're going to call him Michael Cuomo for this. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding.
1: (laughs) Michael, Italian Uncle Padu. So he is one of... uh, He was a worship leader for Hillsong. He got famous for singing the song Healer, which is a very popular Mm, worship song. Interestingly, he would sing it with an oxygen tube into his nose because it was a song about God healing, and he had terminal cancer. Except, wait, no, he fucking didn't.
0: Wait, what the fuck? I know, <laughs> I, I I know this, but I still can't get over it. So, okay, to
1: start with, we have a man who has uh, rode to fame. You know, he was part of a. His dad was a pastor in Australia. You know, the one of the higher profile Christian preachers there. So already we have a fail son doing the classic my dad was a pastor so now i'm a worship pastor Mm -hmm. like pipeline we've seen that a thousand times then he gets relatively famous for his hit song healer all about god healing him and you can find video after video of him singing with the oxygen tube in his nose talking about how god is taking him through these illnesses and then an Australian newspaper reveals that he does not, in fact, have a cancer diagnosis. And that is actually not the craziest part of the story. <laughs> That's insane.
0: That's insane. That is already
1: though. insane. That is already a level of grift and, and lying that is just... fucking beyond me and as somebody who has had members of my family struggle with cancer and of course knows many people who uh have either you know struggled with or died from cancer uh go fuck yourself just on a personal level you can eat every dick my guy like mm, not okay
0: it's it's, uh i mean yeah it's extremely bad continue so
1: michael then hops on a mic at his father's church to read a statement and i am just going to read you selections from this statement now zachary i'm i'm very excited is with much pain and sadness that i make this statement to you all today for over 16 years i have struggled with an addiction to adult pornography and as a result of this secret life of sin my body would often break down
0: Wait, wait! This guy jacked himself to cancer. <laughs> he, got, he gave himself cancer by jacking him too much,
1: which is hilarious because jacking off helps prevent uh, prostate cancer. But um, yeah, yes, look, mate, you gotta man, keep the
0: it's it's like lubrication. You gotta you gotta keep a you gotta keep that stuff flowing in and out.
1: That's right, baby. You can't listen, listen. Nobody needs a damn. Nobody needs look, a dam in their body.
0: I'll I'll, um, t- I'll tell you what I told I told my parents.
1: let me just read a little bit more from this i'd report the cause of my symptoms simply as illnesses and i've thrown my life into a ministry for many years trying to compensate for my sin two years ago (laughs) i reported that i was suffering from cancer the truth is that although i was ill i did not have cancer but was again (laughs) using the misdiagnosis to hide the lie that i was living
0: this is so much good posting. I know he, <laughs> this is a state, but this is, this is, this is a guy saying that like, no, look, I didn't have cancer, but I could not stop wanking. I just couldn't yeah, yeah. do it. I it just made me
1: sick. Uh, I, this I, is my body Scooby-Doo wasn't episode. responding
0: to coming all the time. Well,
1: <laughs> This is a Scooby Doo episode where like they're chasing cancer and then they yank off the mass? Oh, it was the porns. The porns did okay, it. It was the so porns I, all along.
0: I have a question for all yes. the Chads out there.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: In theory, if you had sex as much as this guy jerked off, would you also have his undisclosed cancer like illness?
1: Yeah, somebody get back to me. I am not able to assist with that diagnosis. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that, that is, uh, is that's already the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's so good. It's so good. It's it's uh, porn is the Christian boogeyman classic. Uh, One of the things that is really interesting and shocking to me that I don't know how to parse between full on continuing the lion grift is that it appears that he has been suffering some fairly severe medical issues along the way. Like there are doctor's records from him at like 14 vomiting blood and they like oh. pulled his appendix out thinking it would help and then it didn't what kind of porn is this guy
0: watching oh my god i know
1: you noticed that he did specify adult there that was that was funny <laughs> yeah, that uh, was so good. it was it's I only would've... funny because if you're an evangelical pastor you kind of have
0: to right well yeah 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 because the answer the other possibility is kitty and that's extremely extremely well likely. and that's yeah
1: exactly it would you only have to specify because the horrible alternative is very common among your kind uh <laughs> So, yeah, this all culminates in uh, Michael calling his pastor father, his mega pastor father, being yes. like, I need you to fly to me in Australia right now. Uh, the pastor literally, like, walks off a plane and, like, gots, gets on another plane. Like, he was on his way to New Zealand. He turns around, comes back. Uh, him and his wife go to see their sixth son. They're worried that the son's going to be like, hey, you know, I only have a few weeks to live. And then they mm-hmm. get hit with this confession. Uh <laughs> I mean, this is years of this guy's life. The cancer (laughs) thing was two years old at this point. He had already been running that grip for two years. But he had struggled with some form of chronic illness for a lot longer than that. They were used to the idea that their son was dealing with these mystery illnesses. And then he's just like, by the way, I have just been watching a lot of porn for the last 16
0: years. Also, I told my wife yesterday. This is like the, uh, the, I think you should leave hot dog sketch when he's just like listing (laughs) porn sites he's just like x tube red tube you porn simpson stuff he just like just goes off like on all the things he's like and this is why my body is breaking down Uh,
1: so i have a question
0: because i need to parse this out even fuller is he implying that the wanking which is empirically good for you and people should do more often Is what gave him the the sort of fake cancer or the actual imbibing of pornography is what broke his body down. That's the takeaway here. I don't
1: think it was the physical act of self-pleasure that uh, destroyed his body. I think it was the (laughs) guilt that he felt uh and the inherent evil that he is positing that sure. pornography is so evil and destructive that when you watch this much of it which you know for the record is clearly unhealthy relationship with pornography nobody sure, should obviously. be looking at as much porn as this dude is obviously uh but like that but I it think doesn't turn you into that, the like,
0: portrait of dorian gray like I exactly just, like, exactly i want to know like in this universe where this is real if like a twelve-year-old looks at the Victoria's Secret catalog. Does he like? Does he get a little sick? Because he's just updating the like uh, medieval canard of having like hairy palms. Yes, exactly, exactly, and that's what I think I want to get at. Is like
1: there are two <laughs> options here. One is that he is continuing to lie, which is you know he's been lying this whole time. There's no reason to trust any of this at this point the most i could find is that he has struggled with some mystery illnesses from a young age but there's a lot of other things that could go into explaining that that would mean that like this is just continuing the spin and bullshit by far the most likely scenario but given the specific details i think we do have to encounter the possibility that this Mm -hmm. is a man with severe psychiatric needs which is yes. what they said when he was a kid. I'm not just diagnosing him. They said, hey, there's something going on here. We don't understand it. We want to like put him in a psychiatric wing and like observe him and have conversations and get to the bottom of this. His pastor father said no. And I think that is uh. actually a really important factor. That like, hey, in the event, which I'm not saying it happened but in the event that something was actually bad wrong there was a chance there for this child to receive help before he became a mega pastor before he went through this for 16 years like there was a moment where people were like something is wrong here and we want to help him and the pastor father said no we're not doing that. And his take, this pastor's take, is all just like, I don't know how this could have happened. We never had this stuff in the home. I don't understand how the internet works. Like, his takeaway is just like, how could this be? We never exposed him to this. But the reality is, you also prevented him from getting any help as a child when he was a victim. Or at the very least, somebody who yeah. needed that, that uh, care. Most yeah. people don't get that care. You were in the privileged position of having people looking at your son's health and saying they want to help you. And you said fucking no. Like, in as much as any of this is real, that blood is on your hands, my guy. And thank God this is not a situation of actual blood. But, like, in as much as any of this is, in fact, a psychosomatic system surrounding the insane amount of guilt that this young person was dealing with Mm. from 12 years old because they grew up in a... Uh, You know theological practice that criminalizes human sexuality and punishes it and and and, you know everything in this church is conversion therapy whether or not they have camps like it's all about subverting your impulses yeah in as much as any of that is real like you also denied him the care he needed and now we're here where he is just an absolute villain. And, like, yeah, he's not, fuck this dude. You don't get to do that. That's really fucked up, man. Uh, like, you don't get to drag your wife through this. You don't get to drag, you know, your already shitty ministry through this. You certainly don't get to profit off it. Like, he mm-hmm. reportedly had fundraisers for his cancer Oh, my God.
0: That's so upsetting. Um,
1: but, you know, in our suspension of disbelief, it only gets worse even as they're trying to say, you know, their argument is that it would get better.
0: I still can't believe his defense is (laughs) pornography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm taking it too seriously.
1: I think we need to take a step back and just be like, what the fuck? (laughs)
0: Like, listen, I know I didn't have cancer, but but I spent a lot of time on Black.com. Dude, what the fuck, man? That's not the same thing. That's, that is quite literally
1: not the same thing. And I'm sure if we delve deeper, we could find the weird connections between faith healing and how sin corrupts your body. Oh, and yes. probably somewhere in there, there is an idea that your physical illnesses are all connected to sin issues. Because that is yet another terrible and awful thing that a certain brand of Pentecostal Christian Christianity believes in. Uh, so I'm I would not be surprised to find there are even more theological underpinnings for this absolutely insane take. But mostly, we just want to shit on the dude with the oxygen tube in his nose while he's singing about healing, uh, and there is nothing Wait, to be it, healed it from. It
0: wasn't. It wasn't an oxygen tube. It was audio of <laughs> Pornhub <laughs> fart fart porn. <laughs> it, was, it was the
1: actual farts.
0: He was buying e girl farts and pumping <laughs> it into his nose. Disgusting stuff. Disgu- this guy. This guy. I will say. I will say. Uh, as sort of, we're having fun here. Um. The stuff he watched must have been fucking disgusting. If you are like, I watched stuff that was so bad I pretended to have cancer, that must have been just repellent.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't creep. I don't want to know which direction those habits took him, but I guarantee, yeah, I agree. It was it, it was, was clearly, not healthy. No. I am mean, <laughs> if I could tell you that. Uh, no. Shit shit was not okay as it turns out. So, yeah, that is the story. That's from 2017. The only update I could find is that in 2021, he's uh, starting a new ministry.
0: Oh, wow. How funny. Interesting. No way.
1: Weird. Um, I don't know. He, he's it's supposed to be helping on home people, you know. It, maybe, maybe. It, it, I'm gonna put it a 0.001 percent chance that this is a man who genuinely understood that a life of deception and bullshit and deceiving himself was bad, and now he's just trying to help people. Blahdy blah. I find that very unlikely given the circumstances, but you never know. We'll uh, we'll keep checking in.
0: <laughs> Let's uh, get the him on final, the, pod, huh?
1: the final absolutely demented statement, and then we should move forward. Is that? Yes. Uh, the elder Guglielmochi, the elder Italian uncle. Uh, Michael's father said that Michael's wife is getting really good counseling, and I just want to say, for the record, no, she fucking isn't.
0: No, she's not. Uh, <laughs> we, we. I'll bring CET back on. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, she fucking isn't.
0: There is, you know, I
1: will, I will brook the idea that this insane, uh, pathological liar might have turned it all around. But what I will not accept is the idea that your counseling services are good.
0: This poor lady is definitely. That counselor has been like, listen, listen, would he be watching 16 midgets fart on a whale corpse if you had been a good wife? I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's something you have to consider.
1: That is, That is definitionally very good counseling in the biblical counseling world. God. Um. Truly, truly one of the most insane things I've read in a while, even amongst the pantheon of insanity that we deal with every week. Yeah, nice find. Yeah, thanks again to Adam for bringing that out. Uh, Go check out his his Twitch stream and YouTube channel. Uh, The last thing that we have to discuss today is uh, our old friend, uh, Facebook.
0: Okay, what's going on with Facebook's? Except for awesome posts and good memes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, Facebook's just getting up to its usual shenanigans: assisting genocide, sending uh, child porn through Facebook Messenger. You know, all, fake news, but yeah, all the good and normal shit that i I'm giant on Facebook company... like
0: three minutes a week. It's insane, there, man. It's oh, insane. Oh yeah, no. It, genuinely, I.
1: I have a hard time fathoming how Facebook became such a cesspool. When for a long time it was just so boring. That was the problem with Facebook. It's just like it was literally just your aunt posting her vacation photos. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kathy, but like I've I've seen a beach before. It's not that <laughs> exciting. I'm okay. I'm sorry. It's
0: just not. I will say I have a special fascination with particular boomers' pictures when they're like. Camera technology in the last 20 years has exploded for the common consumer. It's Mm -hmm. incredible. And they're still taking, like, how is the shot both blurry, out of focus, and of the wrong thing? (laughs) How are you doing that?
1: Yeah. Uh, How do you get your finger in every single shot is truly a question (laughs) worthy of further investigation by this podcast. But Facebook has actually been up to some new shenanigans. And that's that Facebook is trying to become your church.
0: Okay, I'm listening.
1: So, I'm just going to read you the opening of this article. Uh this comes from the New York Times, so you know it's all all lies. Uh months before <laughs> the Mega Church Hillsong ding 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 Hillsong popping up again, opened its new outpost in Atlanta. Its pastor sought advice on how to build a church during a pandemic from Facebook. Cool, bro. Yeah. Already super good and normal. The social media giant had a proposition. The pastor Sam recalled an interview to use the church as a case study to explore how churches can go further and farther on Facebook. For months, developers (sighs) met weekly with Hillsong and explored what the church would like on Facebook and what apps they might create for financial giving, video capability, or live streaming. When it came time for Hillsong's grand opening, the church issued a news release saying it was partnered with Facebook and began streaming its services exclusively on the platform.
0: I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: the next line. Beyond that Mr. Collier could not get share many specifics. He had signed a non-disclosure agreement.
0: There. That's so perfect. I love I love the NDA.
1: So What we have here is yet another attempt for a tech company to capture a uh, public good and or service. Uh, I'm hesitant to say that churches, you know, are a public good. But uh, (laughs) in theory. okay. But, you know, this uh, market capitalization of one trillion dollar company is trying to push itself into becoming the sort of de facto space for your church. And they are trying to do this in part because it's a pandemic. And I think a lot of churches had genuine needs for how to like video stream services and actually connect with people. I think there is a, a hint of this not coming from Facebook, but a hint of like actual genuine need to uh, digitize our, our religious practices for safety in this very specific time. But we all know that's not really what Facebook's about. Uh, or church they for want, that matter. <laughs> they, they just literally want to be... The place what owns your church, <laughs> and Ugh. this is this is their press release. The company aims to become the virtual home for all religious communities. They want churches, mosques, synagogues, and others to embed their religious life into its platform, from hosting worship services and socializing casually to soliciting money. It's developing new
0: products shared, aimed at faith groups. I, uh, I'm so upset. That is just. Do not let Facebook subsume your religion. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you idiots this.
1: Yeah. Well, let's acknowledge two things. One, they already have. This is why all of your evangelical family members are on Facebook ranting about the Corona lies. Uh, And two, we definitely shouldn't let them do it any more than they already have. If there's one thing we can say clearly about Facebook at this point is that they are not great At uh, letting truth exist on their platform. (laughs) Almost as if they know that their money comes from engagement, and engagement is much easier to do with lies.
0: Yeah. The idea that, like, I mean, all these things should be nationalized. continues. Yes,
1: 100%. Yeah, there are much bigger conversations to have there. But let's just focus in for a second. So last month, Facebook executives pitched their efforts to religious groups at a virtual faith summit they held that they uh, re- that they said resembled
0: a religious service. What is with these techies wanting to have everything resemble religion without the religion? Like, that's just a con. 20 people in a room is not a religious anyway continue <laughs> no it, it is
1: an insane concept it sort of connects to the other th- you know the other things we talked about like the ritual designers for these tech companies or another article i was thinking about covering on the pod where they're talking about how to get religious teachings into algorithms better which is just one of the most horrifying concepts i've ever heard but they oh, were like yes. testing a thing where like alexa could answer philosophical and religious questions for you hmm That seems great. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Super good. I mean, listen, the algorithm is currently just a virulent racist. We know that. We understand how algorithms are used already to discriminate against people constantly. So I understand the desire to figure out how to make your math less racist. Hint, be less racist. But uh, it's still absolutely demented. Anyways, this is a quote from the head of this sort of religious plan, Miss Sandberg faith organizations and social media are a natural fit because fundamentally both are about connection yeah uh
0: yeah all of that's in incorrect the- every single th- every single word in that in that sentence is wrong
1: yeah, and it's also it's a flattening to the point of absurdity of uh, honestly both of these concepts. Like social yes. media does not exist for that, and neither does religion. Shut the fuck up. Uh, but you can see how only in flattening both of these things to their absolute most myopic understanding can you connect them. Like you you have to ignore everything that these institutions actually are to make them fit. And by golly, Miss Sandberg's going to do just that.
0: I mean, it's just uh, like it's just. I mean, it's 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 whenever every time they see something to be monetized, that's all it is. That's just we yeah, can yeah, monetize. it. of course. Of course. And it.
1: they know religion is a valuable grift. That's why they want you raising money through their platform for it. Yeah. Uh, okay. The the article makes note that Facebook currently has more members than there are Christians in the world. Uh, at three billion active monthly users, making it larger than Christianity, which has about two point three billion, or Islam at one point eight. Uh, There is uh, Facebook Facebook, bigger than Jesus.
0: It happened, Mark.
1: Uh, Take that, Beatles. Um, Okay. So, as the article notes... There might be some concerns here, having people share the kind of things that people sometimes share during religious services or with spiritual leaders. Really?
0: (laughs) Really? Yeah,
1: maybe, maybe doing all that through a uh, public-facing company owned by one of the most evil human beings in existence that has already shown a tacit, uh, active disregard for human life and safety for people using its platform. Maybe that would be bad, but the Facebook spokesman has a response to that. She said that the data collected from religious communities would be handled the same way as that of other users. And that non-disclosure agreements, which they had put in place for all of these religious uh, communities they were interacting with, were standard process for all partners involved in product development. Uh, So, yeah, so there might be some concerns, but don't worry. Facebook is here to alleviate those concerns. Because as a Facebook spokeswoman said, the data collected from religious communities would be handled the same way as that of other users.
0: Oh, that How doesn't that make all? me feel better. How is that all? <laughs> is that uh, You know what? Now you've solved the problem. Everything yeah. is good now.
1: Which is especially funny given that, like, what has Facebook consistently been in the news for? And listen, I understand some of this is, like, weird conservative spin and some of this is like Biden trying to blame Facebook for people not getting vaccines like I understand that there's like a lot of propaganda already floating around but you know Cambridge Analytica happened so maybe just maybe you claiming that like oh we're just gonna be as evil as we usually are is not the the reassurance that you think it is there's a bunch of things
0: from Cambridge Analytica to their platforming of, like, Nazis and, like, actually being more into that to, like, going after people who are anti-Facebook to the fact that Facebook Messenger is one of the most effective transport, transportation devices for child pornography that, you know, I just don't feel good about it. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Um, <laughs> so then they're talking to – they point out, by the
1: way, that mm. Facebook was specifically target targeting evangelical and Pentecostal organizations, which might lead you to question why would Facebook specifically be targeting these organizations? Yeah. Which might lead you to the conclusion that they are continuing to foster an environment. These two organizations, these two denominations, groups of denominations, what do they have in common? They're kind of big into that Trump guy, huh? That is like they're they're yes. kind of big on the like controversy, anti-vax, like spewing random lies on your mom's Facebook page. Like, like, hmm. I wonder why it is that while they claim they are trying to address issues around fake news and lies blah 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 they are actively soliciting some of the largest and loudest proponents of those ideologies to use their platform to make money
0: it is it is fascinating how the like Facebook has just decided that like they are going to make their money through reactionary clicks like that's where right. their that's where their billions come from that's it
1: Listen, they learned the first rule of the internet. The more extreme you are, the more clicks you get. They are essentially rebuilding all of society as best they can to to be BuzzFeed articles, but racist. Like... So Buzzfeed articles. How do you make? How do you make a? Li- yeah, yeah. How do you make a listicle a Nazi? Facebook has an answer for you, baby. <laughs> so then we get down to the brass tacks of this in a way that's okay. really good. So this is this is one specific pastor talking about the monetization options that were available to them through this new platform. Oh no! They decided to try two Facebook tools subscriptions where users pay for example 9.99 a month and receive exclusive content like messages from the bishop and another tool for worshipers, worshipers watching their surfaces online to send donations in real time but leaders decided against a third feature advertisements during video
0: streams i am really excited for like I don't know Kenneth Copeland or or whatever <laughs> Ke- Creflo Dollar to be mm. the first person to be like have like on the side while he's preaching, um like the Geico Gecko like beatboxing as he talks about God's plan in your life.
1: Yeah, I I'm so excited. I'm gonna pay nine ninety nine a month to access that content, and and listen, uh, dear <laughs> listeners, you might you might be saying to yourself uh wow it seems a little weird that you would have to subscribe to church that seems like that might not be a great system for church if you have to pay money (laughs) just to access the church uh but here listen i am here to set aside your concerns they didn't play ads before the worship service yeah so you're you're welcome you're welcome. Yeah. Also, very much looking forward to the churches that decide to play ads before their service. Because no, that's going to be, be fucking hilarious. It's going to
0: be so good. I am really looking forward to the shitty Christians for $9.99 a month. Zach will nag you. <laughs> it's just, It's just personal insults.
1: Or tell you what, here, we'll do it one better. For $9.90 a month, you can subscribe to the Shitty Christians Church of Facebook, and we will personally go onto the walls of your evangelical friends and relatives and yell at them. I would do that.
0: That seems like a fair
1: deal. I already do it for free, baby. Come on. Time to get paid. (laughs) (laughs) If you're good at something, never do it for free. That's right. It is my one skill. Okay, so we're bringing this home, and it ends with a quote by T.D. Jakes. Um, who uh we've talked about in brief i don't think we've ever really covered jake's not a Uh, ton and we should because he's insane uh (laughs) but he uh he has a church called the potter's house it's thirty thousand people in dallas and they of course reached out to him and he of course accepted so they were testing various (laughs) features before they were rolled out so it ends with this quote and it says uh he is partnering with facebook he said to directly impact and help churches navigate and reach the consumer better pause consumer isn't the right word he said correcting himself rich (laughs) the
0: parishioner better Uh uh-huh dude Uh (laughs) uh-huh there you go listen there you go listen i just
1: i i do not really appreciate the evil that the new york times perpetrates in the world the lies they tell about every other country other than america but i do appreciate the specific author not letting that freudian slip slip because he got it in there (laughs) Reach the consumer better.
0: That's that's excellent. That it, you almost can't even say anything better than that. Be like, there you go, there it is.
1: There it is. Uh, yeah.
0: I just I think it captured my
1: imagination in part because it is it is doing two things, right? It is one, this giant evil tech company trying to push its way into yet another element of your life, a thing that no one needs and would not be benefit anyone except them, and right. two. It speaks to the predatory nature of all of these evangelical megachurches that not only are they super on board, but they're excited. They're excited for that exploitation. I think any reasonable pastor, not even a person we agree with on many matters, but any reasonable pastor would would maybe have some concerns, right? Maybe just be a little bit like, yeah, I'm not really sure about... Moving my church into this private company's sort of digital domain. That seems weird. There's a lot of like rules and regulations. I have to work out like negotiations for how Christians' donations to our ministry are being split up with this evil company. Yeah, that seems icky. I'm going to stay away from that. These guys, full force, man. They are, they are, they are torqued and ready
0: to fuck this pig. It is, uh,. Did not expect that metaphor, uh, but it's it's still true, and it's, I mean, there's, for the entirety of, for, for the entirety of Christendom, there have been these motherfuckers, so, like, I, I don't want to, like, I don't want, you know, I mean, like, there's the Jimmy Swaggers of the world, you know, there the, were the false prophets when Paul was writing. whatever right it's it's but it is uh it's a fun new flavor of capitalism being like what if your church costs money what if we could also just get a little taste a little taste of that offering plate and uh what if we could have uh,
1: all of the data of all of your members down like far more than you will ever be aware that we are taking and then use it as we will to further radicalize people, or not, whatever makes us money. We don't really care. We have no moral obligation except to profit. It just so happens that our profit motive might lead to us doing a bunch of evil shit. But we're not evil. We just wanted to make profit. It's almost, it's almost, and I don't want to get too crazy here, like the profit motive is not good
0: i would never say that i wouldn't go that far because i think it you know it it, hel- yeah. it helps arrange society in an empirical way in the <laughs> yeah. visible hand of the market yeah yeah it,
1: it is it is certainly arranged many people to not be in their homes anymore gosh we are maybe gonna have to
0: t- touch on that in a future episode
1: yes yes for sure um yeah we can definitely talk we we had a lot to cover after three weeks in the left behind universe there is more to discuss for sure happening in the world today but uh yeah i just i just thought we could enjoy this moment of mark zuckerberg trying to become your pastor for profit
0: uh you know he saw he's what can i say he saw some idiots and he saw a buck to be made yeah yeah, true enough true enough Uh, so i can't i can i I blame him but i blame the system more and all these pastors for going with it i
1: find it somewhat galling Mm. the way these people can be some of the richest people in the world have one of the uh bi- the biggest social media yeah. platform in the world uh be responsible for so much evil in the world or at the very least be callously irresponsible in how they handle the way their tools are used for evil and then you know what they're saying we just got to keep pushing forward we just got to keep fu- why why fix shit? why try to address this why try to make any changes which again as i agree with you there's no way to do that in a for-profit company we need to nationalize these things and then maybe put mark zuckerberg in a gulag sure. who's to say uh but this side of that you should probably be getting your house in order my guy instead of trying to turn the church into your
0: house but you know what people are gonna let them and people are gonna be real excited for the opportunity yeah and i mean it speaks to one of the like final poisons of capitalism is that companies cannot maintain they must grow and there actually is Mm -hmm. no way for that to happen that doesn't involve things like this
1: yep uh and and you know this is a a terrible example that doesn't directly kill the earth just poisons people's minds but you know we we see all the other ways that is happening as well uh don't worry it's all the same all these
0: people they radicalize will kill the earth themselves
1: oh yeah yeah and be excited for the opportunity
0: well on that cheery note michael is there anything we else we want to touch on uh (laughs)
1: not today i think i'm gonna take a break we'll come back next week for more ranting
0: uh well in that case my i'm zachary allard you can find me at twitter on zachary underscore allard a good social media company i think we can all agree
1: yeah yeah one that has no problems and also uh took away the fleet okay that was a good Um. thing though Fleets, yeah, fleets, I, fleets I was got glad too horny. To see the
0: fleets go. Fleets got too horny. Uh,
1: yeah, no, it that last day. Oh my goodness. Oh, I was just I, like, I, I'm I just, not going nope, into fleets. No, nope. nope,
0: not doing it. <laughs> uh,
1: listen, I love you all. You are all my brothers, sisters, comrades, and non-binary friends and family. I, I personally just don't want to see your parts. Just don't need to. But hey, but good for you. You made it optional. So so who cares? Yeah. Um, you, you did not Cuomo us. <laughs> uh, My name is Michael Tabor. You can find me at Michael Tabor. Follow the pod at shitty underscore pod. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week.